You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello, my name is Bruce Hitchcock and you're listening to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin, coming to you live from Koala Mattress Studios in downtown Batuta. Yes, hello and thanks for joining us as we wrap up all of the biggest news stories from the week that was. And it's been another big week with George Pell's conviction still making headlines across the country. That's right, he certainly is. And in the wake of the conviction, despite the fact the majority of the country was quick to condemn the actions of the pedophile in the church, one notable Australian has made sure to jump onto the wrong side of history. That man was Tony Abbott, and his actions actually caused the Prime Minister Scott Morrison to pull him aside and ask if he genuinely has fucking rocks in his head. The stern talking to came after the embattled member for Warringah took to 2GB to talk about his close friend George Pell with Ben Fordham. During the interview, Abbott actually admitted that he spoke to Pell on Tuesday after his conviction, but refused to say what he had said to the now convicted child molester. That admission led to Morrison, the Night Watchman Prime Minister, having a chat with Abbott and giving him an almighty spray for defending a convicted pedophile just months out from an election. And in other news around the Harbour City this week, a large bunch of people made headlines after they were spotted having fun and making a lot of noise at 9.30 on a Saturday night. The noise and commotion was in fact the annual Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras Parade, and the event has left the New South Wales government reeling this week. Despite three years of strict monitoring of young people's behaviour in the retirement belt of Sydney's inner east, it seems that even former Premier Mike Baird's legacy of Hillsong Sharia, or lockout laws as they are more commonly known, was unable to stop the iconic tradition of gay people dancing with their friends over the first weekend of March. Waking up on Sunday morning, Premier Gladys Berejiklian told the advocate that she wasn't concerned about the sexual promiscuity on display during the parade, but the appalling amount of noise pollution being emitted into the inner city enclaves. In the days following the parade, she has vowed to crack down on next year's event, promising to over-regulate and fine the celebration to the point of no return. Looks like it could be death by a thousand noise complaints for Mardi Gras. And Hank Probert, one of our loyal readers, left a comment on our story this week confirming that Berejiklian has her Doomfinger hovering over the big red button that shuts off power to everything but the Opera House and the casino. So look out, young people. But back home in Batuta now, and still on the subject of loud noise, a young Irish backpacker currently working as a lollipop lady has confirmed that she now knows every single word to Kaysan. The Irish woman named Neve, who spells her name N-I-A-M-H for some reason, explained that in just under a week of working on a local construction site, she has learnt all of the words to the Jimmy Barnes classic, thanks to non-stop Triple M airplay she's treated to all day. Neve is just one of thousands of Irish backpackers and permanent residents who make up the Australian lollipop science sector, and she explained that she's been trying to wear headphones, but has been reprimanded by OH&S and has been forced to listen to the constant dribble coming from the radio and the Bulldog supporters laying the slab one metre away from her. She explained that after just seven days, she has completely memorised the lyrics of Cheap Wine and Flame Trees as well. Elsewhere around town now, and a young uni student has made news this week after shocking his housemates and purchasing full-price meat at the supermarket. The normally thrifty uni student and uni days app enthusiast named Andy floored his housemates after picking out a slab of prime ribeye fillet rather than scrambling for the specials section like an amateur footballer on kit day at their local club. His housemates explained to us that they only realised what had happened after they finished deciding whether the discounted chicken that was going off tomorrow would be alright to eat for the rest of the week, and were blown away by Andy's big spend. 
One of Andy's housemates said to us that they'll need to have a sit-down with him and figure out what's going on. Now, oi, next thing you know, he'll be buying craft beer by the six-pack or wine in a bottle or pissing his money into the wind just because he can. We're all a little concerned. And on the sporting front, Bruce, it's been another big week for the NRL. With the season still a week or so away from kicking off, players are still generating bad press in what has been the off-season from hell for the game's administrators. This week, the latest scandal involves a young rugby league player who's revealed that he enjoys making love to women without any of his mates in the room. The local weirdo, who reportedly didn't have to go through any training modules to learn how to treat women like human beings, is facing a barrage of criticism after admitting that he likes solo consensual romantic escapades without any devices recording what he does. And that news has shocked the rugby league fraternity, with many still coming to terms with it. Now, the NRL is yet to comment on whether this young man is going to be punished, but we have just been informed in some separate and breaking news that Todd Greenberg is set to announce a new mandatory Nokia 3310 phone policy in the wake of all these scandals. Yes, we've just heard the news that the NRL could be banning smartphones as of this week, so we'll endeavour to keep you up to date on that. Head on to our website if you want more on that story as it unfolds. Anyway, that's it for this week's Bulletin. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in order to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered, and unwavering regional news. Until next time, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey. Listener.